You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. So good morning, everybody. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for this opportunity and privilege to, to share with you the Word of God. Um, so just to tell you a bit who I am, I, I am French. Uh, I moved in England about two years ago, and I'm currently studying in the IBTI. And uh, as Tyler said, today I will continue the series Back to Basics, and I will share about prayer. So, um, as I grew up in a Christian family, I've always seen people praying, I've been taught how to pray, um, but I think as a kid I didn't really understand what it was. I thought it was something I had to do every day before eating, before going to bed, and maybe in the morning with my parents, and something I had to do at church. But growing up, I started wondering, what is really prayer? Is, is this more than, more than a, a spiritual exercise? And so um, I just started researching a bit. Muslims think prayer is a duty. Buddhists, they think that it's a mystic exercise. And we see that as well unbelievers, in difficult times, they just decide to pray and look for God. So what is really prayer? And I realized growing up that it was a lifestyle. We all pray, even unbelievers pray, and prayer really is a lifestyle. So today we're going to see what is prayer, why do we pray, and how do we pray. So first of all, what is prayer? What it is not, it's not an abracadabra thing. It's not a magic formula that you pronounce it, that you say when you need something from God. Uh, if we take Matthew 6, verse 7, it says, Do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. So prayer is not uh, rhetoric. It's not poetry. It's not something which has to be beautiful, which has to sound King James Version, it's just a discussion, it's something, it's talking to God. Um, then in Matthew 5, we can see that it starts with, uh, Matthew 6, verse 5, it starts with when, when you pray. So prayer is not necessarily something that has to be done at a specific time, but it can be done throughout the day, all the time, and it's a when, so it's something that we have to do in our Christian life. It's not if we pray, it's when you pray. And then, it is not thinking or talking to yourself. It's not because you actually pray at any, it's not because you can pray at any time of the day that when you think you actually pray, if you think you talk to yourself, you're not talking to God. So what is prayer? Prayer is a lifestyle. I love this quote from, um, a missionary called Amanda Berry Smith, she said that, washing my dishes, I have had some of the richest blessing. Just washing her dishes, she encountered God in her everyday life, and she could talk and speak to him. This is prayer. He was part of her life. So let's take 1 John 4, 19. It says, we love us because he loved, he first loved us. 
we were created to have a relationship with God. And so prayer is our communication with God. We can only have a relationship with someone if we communicate with him. That's why it's really important to pray. It's to experience the love of God and it's to share his love. Uh, it's as well a place where you can fully express yourself and be transparent. Hebrews 4 verse 13 says, No creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. God knows absolutely everything about us and still he loves us. So prayer is the place where you can just just be yourself. You don't need to hide anything from God. He loves you and he, he just wants to know how you feel. He wants to know you. He wants a deep, intimate relationship with you. And when you experience it, you start to want a deep, intimate relationship with him as well. Relationship is as well a place where you, you are changed by someone else and when someone else changes you. And so prayer is the place where God can actually work in your life and change you. When you hear his voice, when you hear him, you start changing inside of yourself. I love Lamentation. Um, it's chapter 3, verse 32. We see that if we read all the chapter 3, we see that the character had a really difficult situation. And at first he complains a lot. But then he says, verse 32, Though he caused grief, he will have compassion, according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he does not afflict from his heart or grieve the children of men. He just realized that situations around us might not change. But God changes us. He will change your heart. He will change your perspective in life. And prayer is, yes, so it's just the place where you listen to God, where you experience Him, when you know His heart, His desire, His plan for your life, and when you ultimately fall in love with Him. So why do we pray? Well, God is our Father. It's our best friend. It's it's everything that we need. And the Bible says that he knows the number of hair that we have on our head. So how much more does he want to speak with us? How much more does he want to know our everyday life? I know when I am on the phone with my mom, she's even interested with what I'm eating. <laughs> so I think God is really interested in everything much more than my mom. <laughs> and so... How can we apply this? I remember when I first moved here in England, um, I was living in Brighton and working in Brighton. And to apply this, I had to walk um, 30 minutes from my school to my home. So I would take my phone and pretend to have a phone call with God. And I would tell him absolutely everything. And maybe it helps because I'm French, so I could say anything I want in the street. But... Um, Yes, I just find this is how I started developing a relationship with him, just deciding to have him in my everyday life and treat him as as a, a real physical person because he is real. So why do we pray? We have as well different types of prayer. 
we can pray to uh, intercede for people. We can pray to beg, make requests. Uh, we can make supplication. But most importantly, well, there is two important points in our uh, personal prayer lifestyle, is that prayer is a battlefield. It's speaking as well to the spiritual realm. It's unlocking situations. Uh, it's a place where we can actually proclaim the word of God over our lives. This is why it's good to know his, your Bible, because then you know what to proclaim over your life. You can say, um, God, I'm scared, but you said that you didn't give me a spirit of fear. So please, fill me with your peace. And God will do it, because it's the truth. It's written in his word. And then it's also a place where, as I said, you will become like Christ. This is the place where you are, you are changed. It's the place where you just spend time with him. So how do we pray? If we look at Jesus' life, he had just an impressive lifestyle, a prayer lifestyle. And um, the disciples who were Jew knew how to pray. But still they asked Jesus in Matthew 6, teach us how to pray. Because when Jesus prayed, things were happening. So... We will go through it. Uh, we will start with chapter five, uh, with verse five. Sorry. So Jesus said, "Do not be like hypocrites." As I said before, prayer is the place where you can absolutely be transparent and express yourself. Don't hide anything from God. Then we continue. For they, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and in the, and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. Jesus actually encourages us that when we pray, it has to be done in privacy as well. We can pray collectively, but importantly, we need to, to just be alone with God, just really take, taking time for him. So we continue reading. And, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Verse 7. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. Don't try to make poetry. Just be who you are. God knows how you speak. He knows how you use words. Be polite, but still just speak. Have a conversation like, like you have with your dad, really, because he's our father. We continue reading, uh, as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for the many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. But still he wants a relationship with us. So he wants us to ask so that we can actually exchange and talk. Verse 9. Then pray like this, O Father in heaven, allowed be your name. So let's take a bit of structure. This prayer is absolutely perfect, but we can draw out some aspects of it. We start prayer with praise and thanks. 
God has given us so, so much. There is so many reasons we can thank Him and praise Him that just for the sun, for the trees, for anything, we start with praise and thanks. Then there's then, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Submit to God. He's the authority over our lives. When we pray, we have always to submit to him and to do his will, not our will. He's not a puppet here to serve us. He's our master. So submit to God. Verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread. So there you can as well make your request to God. Verse 12. And forgive our debts as we also are forg- have forgiven our, our debtors. Then he encourages you to us to analyze our hearts, what's going on within, within us. Do we have any um, hate for someone? Do we have any problem with someone? Do, do we need to forgive someone? Do we need to forgive ourselves of, as well? We are meant to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth. The only way we can do this is actually by reflecting Christ, reflecting who he is. So analyzing our heart is really important. Verse 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Here you ask protection to God. There is, We have a physical realm, but there is also a spiritual realm, and it's good, really good, to have the protection of God in, in just every area of our lives. And verse 14, For if you forgive over, others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Ultimately, God forgives. He will forgive us, but he says that we also need to forgive and to reflect him. So how did Jesus pray? As well, if we read over scriptures in the Bible, over a part of the Bible, we will see that Jesus always took time alone with God. He had kind of what we would call a quiet time with God. He would wake up early in the morning, or he would go in a desert, isolated place, just to spend, to spend time alone, him and God. He would include God in his everyday life. Um, he would know his Bible and recognize the voice of God. When we read the temptation of Jesus in the world wilderness, which is in Matthew 4, we see that the enemy knows the Bible and he uses verses to tempt Jesus. But actually, Jesus knew his Bible even more. He knew the, the voice of the Lord even more because he took time to to study it, he took time to spend time with the Father, to listen to the Father, and he could proclaim the truth of the Word of God over him. And as I said, proclaim, he proclaimed the Word of God over his life. And this is what, as well, we have to say. Um, you can say, God, I feel sad, but you say that in your presence there is fullness of joy. And just you proclaim it and you believe it because this is what he will give you. Uh, I feel hurt, but your name is the God who heals. So heal me emotionally, physically, anything, and he will do it. And so and so. You, you just find everything in the Bible that you need. 
And we also have another gift from God, which is the Holy Spirit. And it's amazing because when we don't know how to pray, let's read Roman 8, chapter, uh, yeah, Roman 8, verse 26. which says, Likewise, the Spirit help us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. When we don't know what to pray, we even have the solution. If you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, just pray in tongues. And I don't really know how it works, but I know that if I don't know what to pray and I pray in tongues, I just feel better. The Spirit knows what I need. Jesus knows what I need. I don't necessarily know, but it definitely works. And then we also need, as in every relationship, to spend time in, in silence in front of God. If we really want to, to learn to hear His voice, we need to just spend time in silence. And I have to admit, this is complicated sometimes, because then you start thinking to yourself, and you need to say, oh no, okay, focus on God, focus on God. But if you do it little by little, every single day, then it's, it just becomes easy. So prayer is absolutely essential in our work, in our walk with God. It should be an everyday part of your, of our life. You know, you, you just, we just cannot be the person Christ intended us to be, do the things that He wants us to do, experience His presence if we don't spend time with it, Him, with Him. It's just impossible. Prayer is, is the place where we have to start everything. Um, but yes, more than just a part of our life, it's really a lifestyle. God is here, always here with you, and He, He just really wants this relationship with you and be here with you, with, about anything you do. He wants to know everything. He wants to help you in every situation. So He should, you should acknowledge Him in everything you're doing. You should see that He's just standing by your side right now. You know, you can talk to Him and you can let Him talk to you. So yes, we were created for love, to share love with him, to spend, to spend time with him. And again, I, if you don't know how to struggle, uh, how to pray and or if you struggle to do it, just take five minutes per day and you just pray, God, teach me, teach me how to pray. Read your word and say, God, Teach me how to pray, and he will do it. And little by little, these five minutes will become 10, 15, 20. So, yes, I have finished. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people, in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.